0: Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Court with UC Elite. I'm Coach Stacy, and today I'm here with Coach Matt, Coach Alex, and Coach Lena.
1: Hello, hi.
2: How's it going? Cool.
0: So today's episode, we are talking about how to deal with pressure
2: or handling pressure, or yeah. handling
0: pressure and all that. So yeah. So how to handle pressure with like big games, uh, pretty much preparing for these big games, big moments, big moments where you have to perform and big
2: tryouts or showcases yeah and yeah Lena
1: and i have been in a lot of championship games in our careers yeah, what I are think. some that
2: stand out state mm-hmm.
1: championship for me and then NCS. ncs
3: even like the game to get our bid yeah those are all good i feel like if anything we're the people to talk about it
0: where would you guys say like the pressure starts especially i guess Let's let's go back to your guys' state run, mm-hmm. because in order to get to state, you have to play in the in the section championship, the regional championship game, um, and then the winner of the regional moves on to state.
1: There's always pressure at those games because it's either win or lose. Like if you lose, you're done. So, like continuing our season was always a lot of pressure, because of course every team's there to win. So no one like all the teams that are gonna win or want to win. Every team is gonna be good so it's whoever comes with like
3: more of that driven mindset in my opinion like like the pressure kind of turns into motivation because you know pressure of losing you don't want to lose or else you're gonna go home so pressure turns into wanting to win
1: like how to use that to make you play in your best put like our best game you know
3: yeah what
1: would
0: you say are things that like help you prepare for those moments
1: well, of course, it starts at practice, like, you hear the saying, you practice like you want to play, so, like, when you go into practices, you want to work on, like, a new skill, like, a skill I'm good at is hitting lines, so I'll go out practice, hit, like, five line hits, and then hit on cross court, because that's something I struggle at, but it's another option that I have if I need it, so, like, being able to practice these things that will come in handy in a game is really helpful. I think film, too. Oh, yeah, film's a big way to, like, prepare for a game. You gotta see tendencies
3: from, like, the other team. And what we could do on our side. hmm And then, like, actually, like, translate them into the game the either the next day or the next couple days. So, like, not only watching film, but actually doing what we, like, learned or wanted to take away from film.
1: Yeah, for example, in high school, we'll have film before a big game and then we'll sp- like before practice and then that whole practice we'll just use that film and what we learn to prepare. So like we'll adjust our defense, adjust our block. Do you like feel
0: like when once you did the film and you started recognizing it while you were playing, did you, did that build more confidence for you guys to handle the pressure?
3: I think so. Yeah. yeah. Cause
0: like
3: say if it feels like a hitter, like, oh, she's about to do this. Like we went over this in practice. We saw this in the film, like we're like already prepared for it i guess yeah and
1: being able to like adjust over one practice is like something that we is like not something that came natural to us but something that we had to learn like just giving like
3: our all into like whatever that we're practicing in that practice i think that comes with like being coachable being able to make an adjustment in like in one practice like a big adjustment for a big game in just one practice you know
2: So, like, let's talk about specific, you know, moments you guys had pressure. So, for sure, like, being a starter, right, on a championship team where you know if you don't play well, the team will lose, for example. Like, how do you handle that kind of scenario? Well,
1: it's nothing different than what we normally play like, in my opinion. Like, I don't think I completely, like, change my game depending on who we're playing. Like, even though we make these small adjustments to, like, beat them from watching film, at the end of the day, like, you're still the one playing. I
3: also think that it helps to have a team that, it's like, if somebody is doing bad on one aspect of their game, like, the rest of the team is picking it up on their end, you know? We got each other's backs. Yeah, so I think it helps to have a team like that like say like, if I'm not getting like my passing done on my end, like you know, somebody else will like make up for that, or like, you know.
1: An example that's like service Eve. If you know the person next to you isn't passing as well like as you, like take their scene. You'll take you know? their balls. It's just yeah. You want to set yourself up in the best position to be successful.
3: Yeah.
2: So you guys had like teammates who would back you up so it would like lessen the load of mm-hmm. pressure? yeah basically that's what i was trying to get at
3: yeah and then
1: if you're the one messing up you have to acknowledge that you're messing up and then accept that like accept that you're not doing your best and that you may make mistakes and then knowing that your team has their back kind of takes that pressure away from you but then just because they are taking those balls doesn't mean that you could do your job any less like you still have to worry about if that ball goes straight to you you still have to play defense afterwards If you're hitting you still gotta get that hit like even if you're off on one aspect that you can't let that impact your overall performance
3: or like um say like one end of your game is um like lacking so then you would pick it up on like a different aspect of your game like say like you know my hitting is off but i mean i can't i mean i could try to make adjustments to it but if i can't like then i'm just gonna try to pass my best you know
0: yeah i think i like what Alex was saying about um when you know you're not doing your best, and your teammates taking taking your seam or whatever. I think there's also a mental aspect of understanding, like, okay, like I need to trust my teammate to be able to do that and not take it personally. You know how some people mm-hmm. can take it so personally, and then they take it out on their teammate. But it's yeah. like, why would you do that? You have to remember yeah. at
1: the end of the like, We're you're on the to same win. team. You're trying to reach the goal. You're trying to win everyone's there to like your teammates are there to help the whole entire team win. It's a team
3: sport so we're all there for the same reason yeah we're all to trying to win unit.
0: how do you help your teammate get out of their own mindset when they're have you ever seen that too where they get in their head so much
1: you just like acknowledge their mistakes and then encourage their the things that they're doing good at like if they get a good hit be like, oh shoot, like that was great. Like pump them up in different aspects of their game. Just because they're lacking in one doesn't mean that Yeah. They're overall like they're still on the court for a reason.
3: I think like the way that they like being talked to too. I think everybody well what I learned from Beach this season, since it's only two uh two people, is that like you have to understand your teammate and you have to get to know how they like being talked to and what brings them up, what brings them down. Like Like, for my beach partner, she was the type that was, like, just keep saying positive things to me, even when I, like, mess up, just keep it positive all the time. And I was the type to, like, I told her that I'm the type, like, yo, just tell me straight up, have no filter, tell me what I need to do in this situation. Like, be very blunt. Don't, like, sugarcoat things. And I think, like, having a conversation with your teammate, maybe whether it be in a practice timeout or, like, in the game, like, asking your teammate, like, what do you need me to do or how do you want me to go about this or to talk to you or something.
1: kind of translates to, like, team chemistry.
3: Yeah, it does. And, like, not being obviously afraid to ask your teammate because if anything, it's going to help at the end of the day make your guys' team better.
2: Um, what about in a scenario where it's, like, fifth set and it's a big game, packed crowd, uh, you're also away at another school. Like, how, how do you handle the pressure like you're a starter obviously let's say going to that fit set like how do you handle that pressure knowing that like it's the fit set
1: just Mm. breathe i think just take that time to like slow it down
3: yeah i think like um keeping your composure again yeah um and like not not like showing that it's a tight game or you're frustrated or you know even if you're losing the fifth set that like it's not showing on your face it's not showing in your body language like you're composed like you're keeping all your like anxiety and nervousness like what do you say to
2: yourself like what are you saying in your mind
1: you have to have confidence in yourself in my mind like if it's a fifth set i'm i want to be the one that's like give me the ball set me yeah take this last swing
3: like being comfortable in what we're doing because we practice it so much you know like it's a fifth set okay I'll just I'll serve. receive this ball like any other ball
2: like what do you tell yourself when you're not playing well in a big game
1: I don't really I tell myself like oh I could get this hit but I'd normally just like try to slow the game down in my head because when I'm doing bad it's mainly because the game's going too fast I'm getting kind of like jittery kind of anxious anxious yeah so like just taking a little breath sometimes a timeout helps or like taking your time on the service line taking all those seconds that you got like learning how to slow the game down so that it feels less pressure on you and that's what helps me a lot
2: any other tips on like dealing with um maybe having a bad game but obviously you're t- you're still in the game like you're a big part of the team so like you're still in the game not everybody has the luxury of getting subbed out let's say when they're playing bad but how do you continue to push forward in a big game when you're playing horrible let's say you're playing really bad
1: <laughs> learn from your mistakes cuz I'm a hitter so like if i hit the ball out so many times like hit out like even if you're g- going to hit out hit out a different way don't make that same mistake twice if you're going to pass the ball and then you shank it get your feet around the ball put your platform out let it bounce off it's like at the end of the day you practice it and then you do it so many times at practices you do it so many times in previous matches that like you know what you're capable of and like
2: what's, what's going on in your head though when you're in that moment like
1: <laughs> what's
3: going on in my head is like know, get I that pass like up. Like
2: so like in my head i'd be like what do you tell yourself
3: make an adjustment like this is not working so then i'm gonna try this you know change it up
2: so in your head you're already thinking of what's the adjustment i can make what's the next move instead of focusing on the last mistake or something you
3: can't dwell on your mistakes obviously like if i can't get through this block i could just use it you know or tip over it or hit spots if i'm not hitting it like Mm -hmm. like i don't know that's how yeah. we talk
2: about having um like kinda you know, like tools in your other like tools in IQ. your back pocket type of thing. Yeah, you like know? you
1: mm-hmm. could hit, you could roll shot, you could tip.
2: For backup situations like that moment when like maybe something's not working, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Like not every kill has to be like a ten foot smash ball, like most of it is just IQ and ball placement. Like a tip gets
1: you one point, a bounce ball gets you one point, it's all the same at the end.
2: Yeah so let's say like ncs you know when we were in the ncs finals um that year we won let's talk about okay we're going into the final game the ncs finals at home versus foothill a team that we probably historically mostly lose to um both your starters obviously and if we lose who knows when the next chance we'll get right and actually, after that year, we have not been back to the NCS finals. <laughs> but how did you guys mentally prepare for that? Like, Logan hasn't won in 26 years. This might be the last chance we have in the next 20 years. And it's all up to you guys. How did you guys go into that? How did you prepare mentally?
1: I had confidence in our team. I don't know. Something about that season felt right, something about it felt good. Yeah, we just like flowed as a team. I don't.
2: So you weren't nervous?
1: I would say, like, I was a little nervous, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm so scared to lose. It was more just like, like, this could be the end. Let me let us just play as a team.
0: I think that was also the year that all the tournaments we went to, like, prepared us for that moment also.
1: Yeah, yeah, we had so much preparation. I think
3: we played probably better teams in Foothill in all the tournaments that we uh, played in.
2: What things in previous games made you guys mentally tough for that game like what were you doing throughout the whole season that got you ready for that moment you know mentally through
1: a whole ups and downs like we had games that were bad and we had games that are good so it's like learning from learning from all the games that we previous played learning about what works like what hits are good learning how to pass how to make all these adjustments like if we notice that a hitter's doing something like we've practiced making these adjustments so many times that
3: like, it's kind of a purpose for bigger games. It's just, like, being confident in yourself. Like, you've done this over and over in practice. Like, it's time to finally do it in the game. Like, you've like done you it before. You made what it to a championship game for a reason. Yeah. What
2: brought you to confidence? Like, how do you get confidence if a girl's like, I don't have confidence? How do you get that? Or hmm. a guy says that. Well,
1: this might be different from everyone's experience. But, like, we w- we've we won a lot of games and we've lost games. And it's just, you build confidence like throughout your career.
2: By I doing guess.
0: what? Is it confidence in yourself, or is it also with the team? It's a little I think bit it's of both. both. Yeah,
1: because you need to believe that you could do something, but then your team has to believe that they could win. So yeah, it's kind of both. I
3: think you just can't always do stuff like you're scared, you know. Especially in practice, because practice is like. Where you're obviously supposed to mess up, like you know, it's practice. So, and it's all about trial and error too. I think you can't really hesitate in a game because that that little like split
1: second that you hesitate, like, do I go for that ball? That's when it it's drops. It's
3: crucial, yeah. It's crucial. Or time. like, am
1: I gonna miss a serve? That's when you miss your serve. Like, you can't really second guess your abilities. You know, you or can overthink. Over? Yeah, yeah. You can't like overthink. Positive self.
2: Positive self talk.
0: Thinking. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kinda like what you said about the practice aspect because, you know, this past season with with um me and Andrew's twelves team, we would kinda get on them about like this is where you need to like start down balling, you know, instead of free balling and so that in the tournaments, in our games, you're ready to like be able to do it in the game. And I remember one of my girls was like, But I can't do it like or they just lacked that confidence in themselves and I think as a coach it's always reassuring to tell them this is where you get better and if you know if we had the confidence for you to do it like you need to have that confidence in yourself and then when you guys bring up the whole team aspect i think it just reinforces them to like really try and handle those situations better you know Mm
1: -hmm. something that we do or at least i've started doing with our 14s is before they do have a water break I'll have a like a certain girl random, I'll just pick oh, yeah. whoever's like looking at me at that time <laughs> serve, and then if they miss it's their like serve, a pressure serve basically, yeah, it's mm-hmm. pressure, but it's only one girl until or unless they miss and i I do that because they've all made their serves and pressure serves they've they could all make their serves, they've been practicing it, and like we believe that they can make their serves so that that one pressure kind of like I hope that it helps them translate it to the game so that when we need that game winning serve. No matter who's on the court, because we've had we've ran out of subs before, so I had like girls who normally don't serve serve. So I know every single one of them could serve the ball over. So it's like kind of reassuring them. Like you've done it in pressure serves, you've done it at every practice. Like they rarely miss at those pressure serve moments. So it's like, I hope it translates to their game.
2: Yeah, yeah. I used to say, I'm pretty sure he's telling you guys this, but I I you know still say it now, but. You know, I think other coaches have said this, and I'm pretty sure Kobe said this too, but he would say, like, your confidence comes from your preparation. So, like, if you prepare well, you would feel more confident going into it, I guess in anything, like, even for, like, a school test or something. Um, I mean, do you guys feel like you prepared well, and that's why you guys got a lot of confidence going into big games?
1: Yeah, we had, it's a lot of preparation yeah. that goes into it. Like, practice preparation, films preparation. That all goes into us and how
3: we play. That's what I said, the part about, like, not being scared during practice or, like, you know, basically that. Be prepared for
1: it. You either win or you lose.
2: So if there's a player comes to comes to you guys, tells you that they have a big championship game tomorrow, but they f- they feel nervous or they feel pressure because... Whatever reason, what would what are some tips you would give them to handle it?
1: I'll tell them to get a good meal, (laughs) get a nice good sleep, and then (laughs) play. (laughs) Okay, that's it. (laughs) It's not that easy.
2: Like, okay, how about you guys going into you got say you got school, Mm -hmm. gotta go through your classes, and then you got a big game that evening, like.
3: I think if I was nervous about it, I would just try to get my mind on other stuff to take my mind off of it. But I don't think... I've never really been nervous like that. If anything, like, if I had, like, butterflies, they were, like, excited and eager butterflies, like, like I wanted to play. I'm a very visual learner,
1: so I'll replay games in my head. So, like, if, like, like I said before, if we watch film and then we're practicing something, I'll practice me hitting that spot, or like, I'll practice me serving, or like, in my head, you know? Like, I visualize me being successful, and it kind of translates to how I play. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, I, I had a player uh, this past season for basketball talk about, like, Coach Stacy, like, my parents are putting a lot of pressure on me to, like, perform well, and I'm like, well, what exactly is it that you feel the pressure from you know is it because you went like so many games not playing well and then now it's like a big game that you have to perform and it was crazy because uh, I think she was like my shots been off and blah, blah blah and then one of my JV players in this game she hit like seven three-pointers and then I was like oh damn for a JV player to do that that's crazy and then when varsity gets ready to to play they usually stand behind our bench watching the fourth quarter and then she was like coach stays like I need some of that power and then turns out like her mindset changed, and she tied she got like seven three-pointers that game too and I was like well what change and I think mindset plays a part of it too and being able to visualize like you said but I know for her she also started journaling just just to go through like what do I need to do to be able to perform at my best. And I think that boosted her confidence as well.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, I definitely.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh like, you know, back to some more examples. Like, okay, Alex, you get roofed straight mm-hmm. down, fit set. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the game is still going on, game's not over. Like, what are you telling yourself mentally to get ready for the next point?
1: I kind of take in what just happened. Like, I got roofed. Okay, I hit. Let's say I hit line. Okay, maybe I could try angle next time. All right, now let me get this next ball. That's kind of like the mindset, the kind of the process happens in my head. Like just because I get roof doesn't mean I back down. That kind of like motivates me. I'm like, oh, shoot, like you made a good play. Let me make the next good play. So mm-hmm. it makes me want the ball even more. Your
2: mentality then. Mm-hmm. Angelina, okay, you're receiving. You just got aced. And now it's game point for the other team. Fifth set, and you know they're about to serve at you again. You're, you stay in the game so you don't get subbed out. What's going on, What's going through your mind?
3: I don't know. I just get kind of like petty. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, can't she do it again? Like, she's not about to get me again. Like, there's no way. So you don't yeah. lose
2: confidence because you just got aced? Uh,
3: no. Like, if anything, like, I want her to, like, get it back to me. Like, yeah.
2: It goes to back to the confidence thing, I guess, that we were talking about. Like, you really got to be You really got to build confidence in yourself to reduce those situations of putting pressure on yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, How would you guys give tips to a player who, like Stacey just mentioned, has enormous pressure from their parents? How would you, like, if that was your teammate, what would you tell your teammate, like, to help them out?
3: Probably that, like, you know... Your parents aren't on the court, you know, doing the what you're doing and like making the decisions you're doing putting as much work in as you're doing, you know. So I would just say like like don't like yeah, you could listen to them, but don't let it like affect how you play or practice because at the end of the day, you're the one that's on the court making the decisions and playing how you you practice, you know. If that was my
1: teammate, I'll try to put them in, like, the best position for them to be successful. Like, if they're nervous about service eve, take some of their balls. Make their seam a little smaller. If they're worried about hitting, make sure that setter gives them a set that they're comfortable with. If they're good at hitting shoots, I'll give them a shoot. If they're good at hitting rips, I'll give them a rip. If they're good at hitting, like, ones, I'll set them ones, you know? If they're a setter, I'll focus on, like, giving the setter the best pass I can, like, Set your teammates up so that they could be successful so that they feel more confident in themselves. Yeah. And then even if they make that error, like I do this sometimes, like I'll take the blame for it. Like if I pass the ball and it's not perfectly a target and the setter messes up, I'm like, shoot, that's my ball. Like I should've gone that a target. Like if you hit the ball in the like in the net, it's like, Oh, I could've adjusted to that. Like like you like I would try to take as much pressure away from that person as possible. Mhm.
0: As a coach, do you guys notice when your players are either feeling that pressure and, like, either they struggle with it? And, like, what do you do to help them through that?
1: You Sometimes, like, when we get into these slumps for our 14s, you'll see their faces drop and then they get a little quiet. Yeah, And that's how you know that the game's kind of getting into their heads. This is a time where I normally take a timeout or, like, we just have them – kind of like a little mini reset like we'll make an adjustment or we'll keep it the same and just be like all right this is gonna this is how we're gonna face this now like if we're getting stuck on service eve we'll adjust like the pattern i've had four person passing before trying to limit the seams if they're not moving i've had like an oppo pat like push back to pass and just like I have confidence that they know what they're going to, that they know what they're doing and I have confidence that they could pass. And it's just like trying to reassure them that they can.
0: I, it's crazy you bring that up because I know sometimes like when kids kind of fold under pressure, they're, they kind of look at you like, take me out of the game or, you know, mm-hmm. but sometimes I, I'm like, I trust you enough to be able to leave you in the game and just get through it. You know, mm-hmm. I think that also builds their mental toughness and their ability to handle the pressure but yeah like you know i think it's just funny sometimes because they don't see it in that way
2: you know it kind of reminds me what you just said i think bottom line and even based on what the feedback you know angelina and um, alex are telling us it sounds like a lot of it's obviously confidence you know but i also it seems like like in my opinion to become a tough men, like a mentally tough player, you have to go through like some stuff. Like you have to go through adversity. Already. You have to already go through those moments, and like I guess live through them already to learn from it and like get used to it. Because you know, I think if you always shy from those moments and you don't embrace the pressure, you'll you'll never gonna like adapt to it. You know, I think these two have adapted to it because they've been in it but they took it positively like they embraced the moment instead of like shying away oh my god it's like game point mm-hmm. like they embraced it like alex said like give me the ball again or Angelina said S- serve the ball to me again you know so yeah i think it's and they failed and they've succeeded so it's kind of like you know because i think yeah, yeah today
3: I've hit, I've hit game winning or game losing hits i've got probably ace you know game winning points so
2: yeah, you know, so I think it's that's a big point. Is like, maybe it's not a bad thing that you have pressure, you know, or you you could see it as a good thing actually instead of like it's a, as a negative. Like, you know, embrace it. Like, if there's pressure on you to be the best player, or if there's pressure on you to perform, embrace it instead of m- making it like a negative thing. I guess you know.
3: Yeah, let it build yeah. character. I feel like yeah. nowadays, like. Like, girls are, like, portraying confidence as, like, cockiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's totally two different things. Like, if you're cocky, that's one thing. But confidence is, like, way different. It's basically what we're saying. It is, like, it's, you know, give me the ball again. It's, you know, stuff like that. And I think, like, some people are not embarrassed to be confident. But they're, like, shying away from it because they don't want to come off as that, like, cocky. But um, like they're totally different, so.
2: I think a big thing you guys talked about is also just positive self talk. It's a big thing to manage anxiety and your stress for a big moment, a big game. Yeah. It's just talking to yourself positively. Like Alice could be saying, Oh no, I'm gonna get roofed again but instead she's like, Okay, I could hit through this or I could figure out another way around it. Um, you know. Or Angelina, if she just got A, she's thinking about, like, oh, the adjustment. Like, it sounds like you guys are flipping the page quick to focus on mm-hmm. what's, okay, I'm still playing in the game, you know, instead of, like, dwelling on that last point, which we always tell the girls, like, forget about the last point because it's done, like.
3: Don't
1: dwell. Yeah. As a coach, something I hate is, like, when a player makes a mistake and then now they're scared. It's like that just being scared yeah. doesn't, like, help with anything. That just makes everything worse.
3: Yeah yeah Can't for sure
2: I mean I feel like a- for sure Alex she just Alex did not give she did not care you would just swing at everything anyway you know like I don't think you ever let getting blocked or like the other team really mess up your mindset on like hitting you just like swung at every ball anyway you know but um yeah I mean any other tips for handling s- pressure
3: manifestation is key don't be afraid to mess up you have to you know believe in yourself i am gonna get this next pass or this next pass is gonna be good like you just gotta keep thinking that you know it works it works all right anything else uh anything else alex No. (laughs) (laughs) i think the
0: biggest (laughs) thing you guys talking about the confidence and um maybe like the just the confidence in yourself and in your teammates really helps handle these pressure situations for either big games big moments and you know I think it's one of those things where every athlete is gonna face or even a coach you know the pressure to make the right decisions or whatever and I think just you know bigger picture as an athlete if you're an athlete out there that's trying to handle pressure better you know, there's ways to get through it with the mm-hmm. help of your teammates, the help of your coaches, and just being able to adapt. So I think this is going to wrap up this episode of how to handle pressure for big moments. And, you know, talking about the feedback from Coach Alex, Coach Lena, and Coach Matt, you know, it's hopefully helpful for our listeners and give them a, a different insight on How to handle pressure. So, for more episodes, be sure to follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, and yeah, we'll be back with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.